The views and therapies expressed in this podcast episode are those of the guest and may not be endorsed by PCCA. The statements are provided for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not to be interpreted as a promise, guarantee, or claim of therapeutic efficacy or safety. The information contained herein is not intended to replace or substitute for conventional medical care or encourage its abandonment. Welcome to The Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning independent pharmacy. Now, here is your host, Mike Delisio, North American Sales Director. Welcome, Compounding World. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of A Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast. I am Mike Delisio, your host, and I'm joined by Michelle Perot, who's graciously fitting in for Sebastian as my co-host today. So thanks again, Michelle, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I love doing podcasts with you. And uh, once again, we are in Las Vegas, so not in the confines of our comfy studio, but we are at our Las Vegas Hormone Symposium. And I am joined by Zoom Heaton, a member for 10 plus years with PCCA. So Zoom, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. And Zoom will be speaking for us on our final day of our symposium. We thought it was an amazing opportunity to sit down with a member, get uh, a bit of a different perspective as we've had a chance to sit down and record podcasts with two other physicians. But we always love to bring things back to the compounding pharmacist, specifically for our members and for our listening audience who really wants to learn more about what it really means to come to these symposiums and take that clinical information and translate it into practical information that you can help educate your patients and your doctors within your community. So Zoom, I'm assuming most people don't really know who you are. So if you can give a, a brief description about your practice in your pharmacy and where you've been located for the last 10 plus years. Sure. Um, I am a pharmacist. I live in Aiken, South Carolina. And we have two pharmacies. Uh, one is hybrid. And the, well, it's a hybrid pharmacy. So we've got a retail area and we also have compounding. And we decided instead of, you know, spending the bucks and having two separate locations, we decided to have both kind of in one house. Um, and it's worked out really well because people can associate the compounding with the traditional. Um, we have been in business for almost 17 years, and we started out in a very small pediatric facility, about 600 square feet, and not a whole lot of room, um, but we served all of our pediatrics really well. And then um, their family members decided, well, gosh, you know, you take care of our little ones so well. Um, you know, what about us? Why can't we come? And so we opened it up to everybody, and we were there for about six years. And then we decided something needed to be done because we started adding the medical equipment. And, of course, in 600 square feet, you cannot fit very much in there. And so we were like, okay, are we going to tie lift chairs, like, on the ceiling to <laughs> display? I mean, what are we going to do? Um, and so uh, one of our customers actually owned a... Um, a spot, a piece of land that's actually on the road. And he came in one day, it was after work, and it was so odd because he never comes in. So he came in and he basically said, hey, I've got a proposition for you guys. Um, you know, you need to be on the road, and I've got a piece of property that I can lower right now, give you a big discount if you get it within the next five days. 
And so we prayed about it, uh, thought long and hard, and it was like a no-brainer. We had to do it. Um, so we built a new facility. Um, we're looking at 7,500 square feet now, okay, versus 600. We have, we have a drive-through. Uh, we've got a pretty large front end. Um, and then, of course, the compounding. And I also added an office. And we have actually two offices in the front um, because we were actually looking at down the road to bring in a physician, some sort of clinician, either a physician or a nurse practitioner or a PA. Um, and so we decided to go ahead and have it all built that way so that in case the opportunity came about that we would have those rooms ready. Um, and, you know, I've been compounding for... I'd say over 10 years. We couldn't do a whole lot of compounding over at the pediatrician's office just because it was so small. We didn't have a spot. Um, love compounding. Uh, it, it's just customized medicine at, at its best. And I feel like a lot of people need personalized attention and they need personalized medicine. Um, and they don't know it. A lot of times, you know, with big pharma and standard uh, doses of medications. I mean, it's just a lot easier, but they don't realize that, you know, it doesn't fit their bodies. And so I've, you know, I've started something new, and this was um, when we moved over to uh, the larger facility. I thought, you know what? I have worked with the public for so long I have seen a lot of medications come through, but then I see a lot of suffering at the same time. You would think that the more drugs a person is on, supposedly, that they would feel better, but actually they feel worse. And, you know, and I can't do anything about that. I mean, I can't tell a patient, well, you need to stop that medication. No, that's up to them and, and their physician. Um, but I thought, you know, what if you know, we got you something that was going to fit you versus fitting the masses. Um, and, I, you know, and then I got very interested in the holistic side as well because I thought, well, now there are, you know, drug-induced nutrient, you know, deficiencies out there. And I thought, well, gosh, you know, what if I just added certain vitamins, certain minerals? You know, I know that these drugs they're on, they got to be on. You got to meet them where they're at. You can't just go in and change everything. But I noticed little additions actually help them. You know, I had a, a lady just the other day, actually, um, you know, she finally, after how many years, decided she was going to sit down with me and, you know, make that appointment. And um, what was interesting was, you know, she could not taste for a long time. She just couldn't taste anything. And she came in, and I always do in-house CE, you know, for all of my staff members and, and you know, and teach them as far as uh, nutrients and supplements and, you know, um, what supplements are good for certain groups of people and as far as symptoms, you know, what to look for. And uh, one of my pharmacists, you know, stepped up to the plate and she was like, hey, I got a multivitamin for you. You know, it sounds to me like you've got a zinc deficiency. Well, so she was like, hey, you know, what have, got, what have I got to lose? Um, so she got the product. She said within two days, she could taste her strawberries. Wow. That's the kind of stuff that I live for.
right there. And she got so interested in the micronutrient side of it because it worked for her, okay? Like just that one simple product that she decided she was gonna do a micronutrient test with me. And we just sat down, actually just the other day, and um, it was amazing. And I, I told her, I said, you know, you've got a few deficiencies, but it's nothing that we can't handle. Um, I'm just so glad that, you know, just that little bit of zinc got you out of that, you know, not being able to taste. So I love what I do. Um, compounding kind of catapulted me, if you will, into the clinical side. Because the more you understand medications and how to formulate for people, the more you can put things together for them, you know, that will work, that's more personalized. It's always about the personalized approach. We're not doing the masses, okay? I mean, and, and half the time it doesn't even work. Um, and so now I see patients. So, you know, we have word of mouth marketing. That is probably our number one. And usually when somebody gets better, they send me their whole family. And so I enjoy what I do. Um, I see patients, I mean, gosh, probably, I'd say be between 15 and 20 patients a week. It's a lot. It's a lot of patients, and especially when you're dealing with functional medicine, because it's so personalized, that you, you sit there for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. I mean, you're not, it's not a five-minute deal. And people tell you everything. And, and, you know, I always kind of joke around and say, well, gosh, you know, I'm not a dog whisperer, but I'm a people whisperer. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because I sit there and I listen, and they tell me everything, you know. And, and that's where I feel like the pieces of the puzzle come together. And once you, you can see the pieces, it's a lot easier to go, okay, so you've got these issues. I know exactly where to begin. But if you don't have all the pieces, it's harder, okay? You could be coming in in the middle of it, and if their gut, let's say, you know, is bad, um, they can't absorb any of the stuff that you're giving to them. So you have to kind of start at the beginning. You're only as good as what you can absorb, okay? So I tend to talk to them about, you know, what their symptoms are, but then I go, okay, we have to start kind of plugging up the initial hole because you've got several holes going on because if you don't start there, all these holes are going to keep popping up. And so patients love it because they start feeling better anywhere from a week to two months, um, depending on the severity of their symptoms. And, um, it, it's just an amazing, it's been an amazing journey for me. Um, and I've been doing this for quite a while. So, but I, I mean, symposiums like this are just amazing because you get all the pearls, you know, from these mentors, you know, who, who have such wisdom um, and through practical experience. And it's so funny. Um, just yesterday, I was talking to one of the physicians here. She is probably the one that's been instrumental in me being in the position I'm in today. Um, I have known her, I feel like, forever, and she I consider her to be my number one mentor. Um, 
And I was talking to her yesterday and I just said, you know, I got a patient who I'm just really baffled right now because I mean, I've not had a patient come back to me saying that they have issues or having symptoms with taking vitamin D. I'm, I, I don't know how to handle that because, you know, she said she was depressed and she didn't feel good. Um, and I've never had this. And she responded to me and she said, well, I just want you to know <laughs> she may have been overdosed. And she said, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Get her off of it, 30 days test, and then begin again. And I just, I love that about her because she's just, she's always so giving um, and always makes me feel like, you know, I haven't done anything wrong that it's, you know, that we're a team here and that she's giving me advice, you know, and recommendations. And it, it and it's funny because she made a comment and she said, now, how do you think I know that? And of course, here I am thinking, well, gosh, you know, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> um, it's got to be all that experience. And she said, yeah, well, you know, it's called a mistake. <laughs> I made that very mistake with myself. So, you know, people like that just kind of inspire you to keep going um, despite the setbacks at times. Um, and, you know, that's, that's really me in, in a nutshell. There's a, there's a lot that you covered that resonated with me because either we've discussed it on prior podcasts, things that we discuss as a company, you know, how we can always try to improve things or do things a bit differently. Um, patient consultation is something that resonated with me and I want to know how important it is to your practice and to be honest with you and our audience probably doesn't realize this, I'm not too familiar with your store specifically. So you mentioned the consultation side of everything and how important is that to you? Is this where you dedicate a lot of your time to, to your local population? Yes. Um, when I started compounding, um, I actually consulted with a very wonderful consultant at PCCA. And what I learned from her was just amazing. Um, she started breaking things down for me because I was so ignorant at the time. Um, I would look at a prescription and wouldn't know the difference. I mean, I would look at a bias prescription and go, biased, you know, 50-50, 80-20, 60-40, what, what does that mean? And she would take the time with me and go through it. Um, and then a little bit at a time, I would, be, I, I would get prescriptions from practitioners and I would, you know, I'd call her and she's like, that sounds like a really big dose. And here I am going, oh, well, I didn't know that was a big dose. And the more that I learned from her, the more confident I became in contacting, you know, physicians, communicating with them, talking to the patient and saying, hey, you know what, um, I don't know where you're at exactly, and I don't know if you've had any testing done, but this sounds like a really big dose. Um, and then, of course, that's when, you know, opening up that conversation, and that's when they go, well, you know what, I've, I've been having some symptoms and I just haven't really told my doctor because I only get like maybe five minutes and, you know, 
<laughs> there's that little assessment and then they never really ask me how I'm feeling. Well, that kind of sparks something in me and I'm going, well, now how do we get people better if we're not listening? Um, and so that was when I started going, hey, what if we kind of implemented this in the store? Um, and I had to hire a full-time pharmacist, you know, who is my PIC kind of on the other side, on the traditional side. So that frees up my time. And, you know, when I started, it was like maybe one or two patients per month, okay? And with those one or two patients, I took my time. Um, I asked the right questions um, and just really honed in on their medical history, what's going on with them currently, their lifestyle, um, their diet, looking at more the holistic side because all of that has such an impact, you know, on their health. And then, of course, then you look at the drugs and you go, wow, okay, here's the, you're a mess. Here's the big picture, you're a mess. And um, most patients, when they come in, I mean, they, they're desperate. I mean, they've gone to um, other clinicians and um, just never got the help. They would continue to get on more medications, and more med medications, of course, create other problems in the body. And so that's when I just thought, you know, what if I just complemented what these physicians were doing? And then slowly, taking my time that I would communicate with them, while I'm communicating with the patient, it's like a triage, you know? I mean, you've, you've got that triad, and it's really, for me, I feel like that's the best way for there to be a win-win on all points. Because the physician ultimately wants the patient to feel better, but he doesn't have the, he or she doesn't have the time, you know? And I'm kind of that middle person that's kind of interceding, you know, between, you know, the patient and the physician and having a little bit more time and listening um, and also having access to certain types of testing um, where, you know, physicians, you know, sometimes don't want to do. Um, but you gotta, you gotta see what's on the inside to be able to help them. And so that was how it all started. Um, started saliva testing for hormones, um, came to symposiums like this, just learning so much and, you know, and, and kind of hogging up information and, and one year at a time. And then I got to a point where I needed more. Um, you know, the more patients I got, the more difficult cases I got. And I was digging, I was digging hard and I didn't really, I don't know, you just, you feel like you get to that plateau and you go, okay, I need, I need something bigger, mm -hmm. um, you know, more pieces of the puzzle so I can put it together. And, um, you know, and that's when one of the PCCA symposiums, I think that was when I talked to somebody with A4M. Um, and Dr. Smith was, was telling all of us about it and basically said, listen, you know, if you are looking for that bigger picture, if you're looking for those pieces of the puzzle, um, this might be an option for you. And that was when I pursued it. And I made it, I made it a point because I'm like, um, okay, I'm there. I mean, there's just, 
There's too many patients who, I mean, they, they have multiple issues. I mean, it, very complicated. And if I didn't understand the, the organ systems and how they all work together, then I wouldn't be able to help them, especially like starting, you know, where do we begin? Um, you know, they have gut issues, they have allergies, they've got thyroid problems, adrenals, hormones. Everything has to be balanced. And you got to know where to begin, you know, because you, you start the wrong way and you could hurt them. Okay, and I had to, I had to learn that. And so my journey has been a pretty neat journey um, because I'm kind of at that point now where you know, I'm faster at what I do because again, I've seen it, I've done it. Um, and being able to help these people get off medications, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I can't even explain or describe the feeling um, because, you know, they've been sick for so long. And a lot of these people, because they've been sick for so long, they don't know how else to be. They're like, oh, this is normal, right? Um, I, I've been tired forever. I can't sleep. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm backed up. Um, I just feel, I just don't, I don't feel like me. I, I feel bad. And when you start talking to them, you know, and they realize, oh, so you mean that I can feel better? I mean, it's, it's those type moments for me, you know, where I go, yes, no, 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 you're, you, you don't need to be feeling like this. And a little bit at a time, you start to see that progress and you just go, yes, that's my purpose. That's awesome. Thank you. So when you started doing your consults with these patients, mm -hmm. a lot of our um, pharmacists such as yourself, they start out and they start um, you know, kind of giving away their expertise for free. Do you charge for yours? Absolutely. Good. I was going to get into that. Um, okay. So because your time is valuable. Yes. <laughs> and and this is what I'm going to kind of share tomorrow. Um, but as pharmacists, we've been giving our information out for free for so long. We get so used to that. Okay. But our time is so valuable and the amount of money and time that we invest in learning more, we kind of need to recoup, okay? Um, and, and I mean, in, in many ways, we're clinicians, okay? I mean, you, you know, we know the drugs, um, and once you dive into the, the clinical side deeper, I mean, you start to see all of it, the bigger picture, which makes so much sense. But you spent all that time kind of invested into like getting there. So to me, it's like you've got to charge for your time. And so at our store, what we do, I, my staff is trained, every single one of them. If a patient comes up and has a question and they know what to, you know, what to look for. You know, a patient comes in, says, hey, you know, I'm having hot flashes and I'm just, I'm feeling miserable. I've got night sweats that wake me up. I can't, I just can't sleep. I mean, and I'm having migraines and, you know, during my menses or right before. I mean, it's, it's all of these things that I've trained them to kind of, you know, um, 
think about and, you know, and hone in on. And that's when they said, well, you know what? We've got an integrative functional medicine pharmacist, um, and she would love to sit down and kind of, you know, talk to you and maybe see what's going on and maybe get you started. Oh, my gosh. That's it's amazing. People go, well, gosh, let's do it, you know, and every one of them knows they have a, you know, the calendar is on each terminal, and so they just bring it up, and they just make the appointment. Um, a lot of times people don't really ask about cost, okay, um, but if they do, I mean, I've, I've kind of trained the staff to say, listen, there isn't really a price for your health, okay? And, and a lot of times the people who do ask about it aren't ready, if you think about it. And the ones who are ready, it doesn't matter. It's like, I don't feel good. I need help. I'm desperate. I'm there. I, I haven't been able to get it, okay? And, and I always can tell at the very beginning of the consult, you know, who's ready and who's not. And the ones that are ready are like, okay, what do we need to do? These are my problems. I don't care. You, you get me better. Fix me, if you will. And I go, okay, all right, well, this is what we're going to do. We'll do some testing based on your symptoms. And, you know, and these are the supplements I want you to get started with. And people just go, okay, all right, where do I, you know, where do I pay? <laughs> Um, if they, if there's credibility there and they trust you and they're there, they're ready, money really isn't an issue. And I've, I've got some patients right now who are going, hey, you know what, I want to do this and I need to save up, okay? So we say, listen, you know, why don't we do like a little plan, you know, um, where you pay a little bit you know, until you get there, and then you can pick up the kit then, and then we can get started. And they love that idea, because they're not having to pay a lump sum at the beginning. Because it's not about the money, it's about their health, but they also realize that they can't afford not to do it. So yes, we, we charge. Um, <laughs> um, and people don't, the majority of the people do not have an issue. I just think it's really important because, like you said at the beginning, as pharmacists, you're used to giving away information for free because that's been part of your job for so long. And recognizing that you're an expert in this and you have expertise to share. And so it's so important to share that value of that time of yours. Yes. And um, every other profession, you know they charge for the value of their time and their expertise. And so Absolutely. it's no different here. So yes. I commend you for that. And, and I think you. a lot of our, our members, um, if they aren't doing it now, they will start doing it just because it's, it's, it's just a good reminder that, hey, you have this expertise and this value and, and you need to be charging for that. Well, so. and, and the other thing I, I want people to know is that, you know, it's okay, whatever you decide at the beginning, okay, because everybody's market is so different. So, you know, what I charge is different because of where I live and what can people stand to pay, right? I mean, you can't, you can't price them out of it, 
out of that market, right? I mean, they, they just won't come for the service. Um, and I don't feel like I charge anywhere near what I feel like I'm worth as far as the information. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that, you know? And, and my thing is, you know, if you're looking for that big, you know, big money thing, it's not going to come right away. I mean, you, you've got to gain the trust of your community. Um, and you already have. If you're a pharmacist and you're filling prescriptions, you already have. I mean, they trust their pharmacist. And so just having that relationship on the front end, you're already there. Now it's just acclimating or, or getting your market to see you as a valuable member of the healthcare team. Um, and so don't, don't get caught up in, in numbers. Um, start somewhere, okay? I mean, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of pharmacists, you know, talk to me and go, Zoom, I'm so nervous. I, I, I just, I, I feel weird, like, charging a little old lady, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever for my time. And I go, okay, <laughs> what's your education worth to you? Okay, the time and the money that you have spent learning. They need what you know, okay? And you need to keep the lights on. So it's, there's no other way around it. It's an, the investment made on behalf of the pharmacist at that point, like you mentioned, the, the cost of attendance, you know, you're getting access to world-class speakers, whether it's through bodies like A4M or through somebody like PCCA, this is quality knowledge. This is information that changes not only the way that you approach patient care, but it changes the way that you do pharmacy. Absolutely. And that's, that's stating the obvious, but you're away from your pharmacy, you're in Las Vegas, you, you pay to be here, you have to sleep somewhere. There's a, there's a bunch of costs involved yes. and there's only so much that you can do pro bono. You know, and Absolutely. you can walk people through the door and give them an understanding that functional and integrative medicine can change their lives. Yes. But as you do it and offer the consultation advice, I personally cannot see how you can always do it for free. You know, the understanding or the assumption that they will purchase supplements through you or they will get their compounds filled through you is one thing. But th there has to be time spent on the patient consultation point of view. And I've always said for the longest time that it's a revenue stream that people ignore. It's, it could be a, an investment of time because you are now occupying part of the nine or ten hours that you're physically at your pharmacy. However, it's a revenue stream. And if you are charging for that time the same way that a pharmacist or technician will work for you and you pay them an hourly wage, yes. even though you're a business owner, it must be looked at as a revenue stream, it ha you, there's no other way to really look at it uh, on top of the other guidance and everything else that you're there to provide. Well, and you know, a lot of the people who may be listening, you know, if you own a hybrid pharmacy, um, I know that on the retail side right now with the PBMs and DIR fees, I mean, you know, lower reimbursements, I mean, uh, you may have volume, but you're not gonna make your margin anymore. And yeah. you're probably losing big time, especially on brand name, you know, medications. Um, so, you know, and we saw this about 10 or 11 years ago, we saw it coming. We, we saw it and we thought, you know what, we've got to do something different, differently to offset some of that loss. 
okay? And that was when it, it just all kind of hit at the same time with the compounding. You know, it just, I, I had an interest in it, and then it just kind of one thing at a time, it started flourishing, and then it was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually able to sit down with patients, and they want this. Um, and like I said, when I first started, it was one or two people a month, but you know, if that's the way it goes, okay, then don't worry about the numbers at the beginning because you've got to learn it and you've got to make it a point to hone in on those one or two patients and make it count. And the way I did it was I would take my time with those people and I would put them on something, you know, to help them, you know, whether it be a nutritional supplement or an adaptogenic herb, um, something to help them, okay? And I would, I would say, listen, do you mind if I call you in a week and check on you? Okay, because if we've got to have this open communication, and if I know that we're going in the right direction, then we're going to keep going. But I also need to know if we're not going in the right direction, and I need to change something. So I took, you know... I paid careful attention to these people at the beginning, and I think that's why I'm able to do what I do now, because I realized some of the mistakes that I made, and I realized that there were certain things that, you know, that certain people just couldn't tolerate, okay? But th there's no way to know unless you communicate and you, you open that channel of communication. And the patients, I mean, those patients are so loyal. They're still coming to me okay, for hormones or adrenals or thyroid support, they're still coming to me. And, but it's because I took the time and that's the only way to start. So don't lose heart just because you feel like what you did didn't make an impact on the front end. It, it, it kind of gives you, I don't know, it, it, it opens things up, you know, because that's when you can go, Aha, that didn't work, but I've got other tools. And, and it's all stepping stones to get to where you're at today. Absolutely. Everybody has to start somewhere, right? Yes. You start small and you build big. Yes. So, yeah. And, and I feel like a lot of pharmacists, you know, because we are so used to the dispensing side and we know it like the back of our hands. I mean, pharmacy is using our knowledge and figuring out through, you know, just being creative with the, with the patient and go, okay, how do I support you where you are right now with the symptoms you have, not knowing your medical history, but I see your drugs. I know what those drugs are going to do to you. That's pharmacy. Okay. And, and actually seeing results like they'll come back in a week or two weeks and sometimes 30 days and they're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. I had a lady, I, I kid you not, she came in, she was crying. She was desperate. She was on the brink of a divorce. Um, she said, I don't know what has happened to me. I am, I am a wreck, okay? I don't know, you know, if it's the medications I'm on. I don't know if, uh, if it's my hormones. I, I don't know. I have no idea. She was just, I mean, she said, I need you to help me get through this because my husband is getting on my nerves and 
he's abusive and I just can't take it anymore. And if you don't help me, then I guess this could be my end. And I'm going, okay, well, no, no pressure there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm sitting there and I, and you know, went through all the questions, talked to her, said, this is what's going to happen. Gave her three supplements, very basic supplements, you know, like a multivitamin, you know, a probiotic, that kind of thing. Just very simple. Said, okay, we're waiting on your saliva test results. You know, just go home. Don't worry about it. We'll call you when we get it. Okay. The woman calls back in a week. So I'm a little freaking, freaking out a little bit because I'm like, okay, uh, what's happening? <laughs> no hormones on board, just supplements. And she's calling. Wonder what it could be. She's crying on the phone. Again. And I'm going, oh. Okay, suck it up, Zoom. Just, you know, <laughs> just take it. And the thing she said to me was, I don't know what you did. I don't know what you gave me. And I don't know if this is all in my head. But I feel better. And she said, you know, I'm sleeping better. I'm not angry. I don't know how to describe this feeling to you because I haven't had it in years. And she said, you didn't give me hormones, right? <laughs> and I said, nope, did not give you anything else other than what you needed just for your body, you know, just supplements. And she said, I called my daughter in California who's going through some autoimmune condition and I said, I need to get you in to see this, this pharmacist. So, and then when she got on her hormones, she was just like tickled to death. I mean, her, everything came back. And so it, it's stories like that, that just keep me going. And she paid, I mean, she paid for the whole program. Never a word of, well, why does it cost so much? You know, um, why are you charging me? Because you're my pharmacist. Uh, nope, never, not once. She was so grateful. Um, I mean, just, I get tons of people like that. And I think that's a theme across all of our PCCA pharmacy members, uh, where they love the pharmacy aspect of it and really being able to be rewarded by helping people fix their health. You're able to kind of do that investigative work and be creative yes. and work with them and really find out what it is that individuals need for their personalized medication and personalized care. Yes. Um, I think we see that across the board with, with successful pharmacies all over the country where the ones that are, are taking the time like you are yes. and really developing that relationship and that trust with those yes. patients and using the triad with their doctor yes. to have that whole full spectrum of care. Yes. I think that's where we see the, the successful pharmacists that continue to thrive because of that kind of customer care and, and, and knowledge. I just love what I do. That's what it boils down to. 
I couldn't think of a better way to cap it off. You mentioned pearls and, and coming to the symposium. You're going to leave our listeners and our audience a ton of pearls. We've, we've recorded some amazing podcasts with some of our PCCA members, but hearing it from that perspective was really cool. And um, I know a lot of people are probably not, not going to get the chance to see you and hear you tomorrow, uh, but it's a great way to, to learn more about the quality of what you have to bring even to our symposium, you know, speaking from stage, sharing a lot of this practical information and just how you run your business, how you approach your patients, and you made it extremely personal. So I, th I thank you for that, Zoom, because it really was a very personal look into how you approach patient care. So it's oh, it was I, I really, it. really cool to hear it from thank our side. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for thank you for joining us. I know it's time away. You're going to be on stage tomorrow, but um, we we definitely appreciate you sitting down with us and talking. Oh, thank you for asking me. I love to share my stories. I'm, I love it. I'm assuming our members will love to hear it as well. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. And I hope that you know somebody will, or many people, you know, will glean from my experience and start something. I mean, even if it's just one little thing, one small step. That's all it takes. And then all of a sudden they're going to flourish and they, and they won't know it. Okay. But as long as they have hope and there is hope, because if I can do it, anybody can. Well said. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank and thanks, you. And thank you, Michelle, for joining me as well. Thank you for having me again. Thank you to all of our listeners out there for tuning into this latest episode of Amordure and Pestle. As always, please like and subscribe on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is Mike Delicio, and we'll talk to you soon.